Welcome to episode 100 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's uh, it's Saturday show, people, uh, but it's Sunday. Uh, Sunday, the 19th of April, 2020. And we're banging out our fucking century today, people. Um, it's the 100th episode. After this episode, there is going to be over 50 hours of my bullshit doing its fucking loops around the internet. Um, fucking hell. I know. Some people said it wouldn't happen. Some, some people said it shouldn't fucking happen. Uh, but it's happening right now, people. And um, we're, uh, uh, we're starting our, uh, hitting our three figures right now. Um, I know. A lot of people do special things for the 100th episode. They'll do things. They'll have special guests on, do shit like that. But um, that's, not, that's not my style, people. You know me by now. Surely our avid listeners out there um, should know me by now. So, um, uh, yeah, we, it's going to be the same old bullshit this episode, people. So switch off now if that is not your cup of tea. Um, we are... Um, uh, still heavily, heavily, heavily in lockdown. Uh, this episode, the only difference I'm doing with this episode is I'm starting recording it fucking YouTube. And um, uh, it seems a bit fucking weird having a fucking camera right in my face um, because I like to keep a bit of a low profile, um, especially with my fucking uh, face on everything. Uh, so, um, yeah, that seems a little bit weird at the minute, but we'll get used to it, people. We'll get used to it, won't we? It's just you and me still, isn't it? That's all it is. It's just you and me. The camera is all an illusion. Um, so, yeah, fucking, we're, uh, we're smashing out the 100th episode right now. It is Sunday night, as I said. Uh, it's about 10.30 at night. Um, so I have, um, it's been fucking glorious out there today. Uh, people uh, in the UK, it is uh, it's fucking glorious again out there today. It's uh, it's been absolutely beautiful. The weather, uh, I've uh, fucking caught the sun again. Uh, I can feel it on the fucking back of my hands, uh, just like just throbbing. You know, just just that little bit too much sun kissed out there reading a fucking book. You know trying to educate myself people even though it's still like the hundredth episode you know i'm still trying to learn things people you know um yeah so uh we're not making a big deal of it i, I fucking hate uh hate people who do that who make a big fucking deal out of uh not reaching a certain milestone in um in uh, podcast episodes, but like the sort of people who tell you it's their birthday like two months before it's their fucking birthday. What are you, five years old? Is that it, yeah? What, do you, what are you expecting, little Barbie doll? Yeah, come on. You're in your 40s now. You can stop doing that, saying, oh, it's my birthday in two months' time, and then nobody cares. After, after you're a child, nobody gives a fuck about your birthday anymore only you do and that's why you have to end up inviting people out for your birthday and other people don't do it people don't give a shit 
you invite people. You invite the people. I suppose you always do that. I don't know. I don't know people. It's the same people about horoscopes. Oh, you're an Aquarian. Well, this means all this about you. And then they start listing shit that has just the vaguest, vaguest, like, link to you in some way. Hey, Aquarians all want to be happy. Yeah, well, you know, so does everybody else in the world. I don't know, people. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, we're here now. We're doing it. Uh, we are literally um, five minutes in to the 100th episode, and it's more of the same people. Um, we're not going to do any adverts uh, now. We're going to start bashing them out again uh, in the next episode. Uh, so um, that's something else to look forward to. To be honest with you, I was going to give you, like, a little update about, like, how I think it's going. Uh, it's growing steadily. Uh, the old podcast. We're getting more and more hits around the world at the moment, um, which I thank you all for. Like, share, subscribe, etc. I don't know. I don't know whether that works. Does that work anymore? I don't know. Is it worthwhile saying that? <laughs> I have no fucking idea. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like it's helped me. On an emotional level, Ben? No, not at all. I'm still the same detached creature I have ever been. But um, uh, it's helped me develop in material and um, just that sort of stream of consciousness, sort of like going through ideas in my head where I can do it on here. It's almost like, um, like an open mic night. Do you remember them, Ben? I don't know. It's been so long ago. So long ago since I did a fucking gig. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit strange not gigging. I ain't going to lie to you. You know, you used to sort of like traveling around, planning your way around it, having a little afternoon kip. That didn't happen today because I just didn't need it. You know, I didn't need to get ready for anything. That's the worst thing about this whole lockdown thing is it's sort of like flip your life upside down i know there's people dying out there people i know this yeah but my issues still are <laughs> i know fucking how terrible um i know everybody makes it about themselves don't they but um yeah it's kind of weird like not doing gigs and not going to gigs so this is still i'm still bashing these out like twice a week um because it's still um it's a good outlet for me to be able to just like um, think up like ideas or things that happened and then thinking, oh, shit, maybe I could, you know, uh, expand on that a little bit or whatever or not. I'll just chat sh shit into the ether. Who knows what it is? What sort of what sort of fucking ego boost this is? Who knows? Um, I think it started off as a bit of an ego boost and now it's got into something else. So uh, a super ego boost. I don't know. Uh, maybe it was it started something to do with the id. It's gone all a bit Freudian on the uh, 100th episode. I ain't going to lie. Let's have a bit of tea. There we go. Um, so, yeah, it feels a bit odd, like, recording it and shit. But, like, if you um, go on the, uh, uh, the Ben Briggs podcast uh, Facebook page, I'll be posting a video up there and uh, uh, on my YouTube channel as well. Um, so... Um, yeah, it's all been a, bit, a little bit weird this week. The old fucking numbers are still going up in the UK here. And all the recriminations 
about uh, coronavirus. That started now. As soon as the second three weeks of lockdown um, started, um, like last week when we were told we, we've got another three weeks of lockdown, and um, uh, as soon as that started, uh, all the recriminations are coming out of how the government has responded to it and then uh, ignoring sort of like PPE emails and shit like that. People now are almost looking at... Uh, it's, it's, it's form, you can see the lynch mob forming around people, you know, like around the government and shit like that. Um, it's... Uh, yeah, yeah, it's just... It's just that, like, all of a sudden it's changed from... Uh, it's very interesting watching what's going on in society at the minute because everybody had that initial, oh, fuck it, it's fucking nothing. I don't know what you're fucking on about, Sam. It's fucking nothing. And then it was like, holy shit, this thing's happening. I better get some food in. And everybody started panic buying shit and um, uh, was selfish as fuck, just fighting over fucking toilet rolls and shit like that. And then once they, that stabled off a little bit and the... The supermarkets got their act together. We're making people queue and not fucking letting everybody go in the supermarkets and shit like that. Um, the next stage after that was holding people up as heroes. And um, the NHS, the people who work, you know, obviously they're good, doing a good job and that sort of shit. But, you know, it went over the, t you know, it's gone. It went over the top. We're still clapping on a Thursday for the NHS. Woo! You know. All that sort of shit. Uh, and now it's going into, it's rolling into the next stage, which is the fourth stage of going, hang on a minute, how the fuck did we get into this situation where the numbers keep going up every single day? There's been about, you know, like it hasn't dropped under seven, I think for about the last week or about the last five days, it hasn't dropped under like 700 people like a day dying and you just see that little ticker going up tick 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 of like uh, of fucking people's lives and you're just looking at those stats going up and then you forget they're fucking individuals or whatever um but the next stage now is the backlash has just started because everybody's getting pissed off and shit like that we're being locked away and um it's just interesting the stages it's gone through from a sort of like denial to um, uh, sort of like accept it. It's almost like a fucking rape that's happened from denial to accept or some sort of horrible fucking, you know, shit thing that's happened, like from denial to acceptance to blame. Um, and it's really interesting just watching uh, how that's evolving, like, and what the next stage of that is going to be. People protesting and shit like that. You're already seeing it in fucking, where was it, Oregon in the United States? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, our American listeners. But um, uh, in Oregon or whatever, they've been uh, uh, protesting, haven't they, at the stay-at-home rules and shit like that. You know, like... They're not social distancing. They're all out with banners. One of the banners says, I need a haircut. And that was genuinely, genuinely one of the um, one of the banners that was held up. And the interview with a pe uh, person saying, hey, man, we all need haircuts and that and everything's going, you know, 
we need to get back to work and shit like that. They're all standing around protesting and shit. I don't know, man. You know, like, I'll be all right and shit. Like, you know, fucking... I'll tell you what, any of my American listeners out there, if you've got guns, head immediately to Oregon and execute those people. <laughs> well, actually, don't even bother. Actually, I'll take that off the table. Don't bother, because in a couple of weeks, the way they're acting, all hanging around together, no fucking face masks on, just, you know, getting off with each other. I don't know. I didn't see that. But um, I don't know. You know, but that could be, that's going to be the next stage over here, surely. In there, people just revolting, uh, revolting. <laughs> yeah, it's quite revolting. Uh, just, um, just protesting and shit like that against it. Um, I don't know. I I think if they extend it after these three weeks, then like people will start fucking tearing their hair hair out. It's gonna start going all fucking Lord of the Flies, people. <laughs> There's a bit more tea there. I was getting a bit dry. Um, but fuck me, man. Uh, yeah, just doing that. Um, you know, out in the open with fucking protein. You know. That is, you know, that is a that is Darwin's, you know, theory of evolution. Just, you know, they're going to be out of the gene pool surely um, if they carry on like that. It's just, the, it's just the mindset. I, I you know, I, I, I'm not a trained scientist. Obviously, I mean, just look at me. I'm not a trained scientist at all. Uh, but. Um, you know, you you can at least listen to the government for one thing, can't you? Just just think, maybe, you know, scientists are saying it is kind of like the most contagious disease. It's unprecedented in how contagious it is, and it's probably best not to go out just with the protection of a fucking banner, um, with the words "I need a haircut" on it, you know, like that's that that's probably not gonna save you if somebody in that group or somebody walking by that group has got um coronavirus and just coughs in your face or fucking you know sneezes. I don't know, just like gives you a fucking blowy around the corner. I don't know. I don't know how it's contracted, <laughs> uh, but I don't know, man. It just seems uh, like things seem to... The mood of the nation over here in the UK seems to be changing a little bit. We're still holding people up, people. We're still holding people up. Uh, there was Tom Moore, the Captain Tom Moore, walking around his fucking garden, raising a bit of money for the NHS, you know, on his Zimmer frame, isn't he? Like, geezer's raised about, like, 20 million, is it? It's 100 years. It's got everything, that story. It's got everything. That story has got everything um, that uh, a story needs to go viral. It's got everything. It's got the sympathy thing. If you're not aware of this, people in other countries, you may be aware of this. I'm not sure. There's a retired army captain. He was 99 years old. I think he was coming up for his 100th birthday. I think he was 100 or something like that, who decided to raise money for the NHS uh, National Health Service that we pay for anyway through uh, uh, national insurance. But he thought, hang on a minute, they need a bit more fucking money. So I'm going to do a couple of laps of the fucking garden on my fucking Zimmer frame. And um, 
and uh, raise a bit more cash. Now, this fucking went viral because, obviously, he's an old fucker. Uh, he's got the army thing. He works for the forces who uh, hold up the nation, baby. And um, uh, it's for charity. That's the third thing. And he's got kind of like the old disabled angle with the old fucking Zimmer frame going round on that. So he's done about 100 laps of his garden. His garden's like 25 metres, something like that. So he's, you know, like for an old boy who's 100 or something like that, he's, uh, he's an inspiration. Now, that's great, and it's great that everybody is given to him. Now, this has gone around the world. That's what I mean. It's gone, like, viral. It's gone around the world. It started off like he just wanted to raise £1,000, uh, for the NHS, but like everyone's got hold of it and shit, and everybody's given money from around the world and stuff, and it's hit about twenty million pounds at the minute, which um, which after uh, the coronavirus will be worth about like I don't know, fucking two pound fifty. So <laughs> when the economy is fucked, absolutely fucked, um, it's gonna be he could probably buy one of those pipette things with it. I don't know. Uh, but he's done a good job. Now, here's my issue with it. A, um, people are holding him up as a hero, inspiration, and all that sort of thing. Okay, well, he's done a few laps of his garden. He's 100 or whatever. It's really, like, that's a big thing to do. Don't get me wrong. Before you start fucking writing in and shit like that, don't get me wrong. It's a good thing to do. But, um... It's other people getting on the bandwagon as well, uh, which is a little bit... It seems a little bit patronising. I know it's a good thing that he's done and shit like that. I'll tell you why it feels like it's fucking patronising. Because people have um, described him as an inspiration and um, and a hero and saying that he needs to... Um, they're putting in for him to be uh, made a sir, like to be knighted for this. There's people who have been working in their industry for fucking years and get made a CBE or an OBE, not a fucking knighthood. You know what I mean? Billy Connolly has only, I think the other year, only just became a knight. And he's been working like, with charities and fucking in the entertainment industry and doing philanthropic um, bits and bobs for, like, over 50 fucking years. And he's just... But, nah, this geezer's walked around his garden. <laughs> Let's make him a fucking knight. See if he can get up again after having that fucking sword on his shoulders. Now, that... that I, I th it's a little bit patronising. And the only reason I say this is a little bit patronising is because I have a nan who is 98 years old. And um, in recent years, um, people have started describing her as an inspiration as well. I read my fucking cousin's birthday card. <laughs> she sent my nan. And, uh, oh, man. Oh, it's just, uh, it, was, uh, it was fucking cringeworthy. I ain't going to tell you. I ain't going to lie to you, but, um, yeah, it was... Uh, and all of a sudden, and I find that just really, really fucking patronising when people, just because somebody has lived for a long time, they're suddenly an inspiration. Like, if you flip that coin, people who died young 
people aren't going to say about them, oh, they're fucking losers. Oh, you fucking losers. Start protesting with the same banners. Flip that banner around on the other side from the haircut to the fucking, you loser. Your fucking baby died. Jesus. You know, I don't know. I just find it all a little bit too, um, uh, I don't know. I just find it, the guy's done a good job. He's raised awareness. He's raised a lot of money. There's been a lot of people fucking giving to it from all different countries and shit like that, which is lovely. And I guess he's kind of inspired that. But he has just walked around his garden. You know what I mean? There's people, you know, working for charities for a fucking entire lifetime and get an OBE or a CBE. I don't know, people. Maybe I'm just getting too grumpy. Maybe this is a grumpy episode, episode 100. I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, And now he's released a single with Michael Ball, who must be fucking creaming his fucking knickers. Um, Michael Ball hasn't fucking had a hit in fucking years. He does opera shit, and that is not... He must be, as soon as this guy was um, walking around his garden, Michael Ball's fucking agent must have been on the phone to him saying, you're back, baby, you're back. You're going to be big time again, baby. Um, we've got an old geezer. You you sing shitty fucking old fucking opera type fucking songs. We'll, uh, we'll get your fucking opera voice. We'll do him to do a little voiceover at the start. And uh, we'll sing in. What's he been doing? Ah, oh, he's been walking around his garden. He's been doing it on his own. Fucking hell, we've got the right song for you. You'll never walk alone. Boom. Package that shit up. We've got ourselves a number one by Sunday. Um, <laughs> I don't know, people. I don't know. It just seems, I don't know. Who'd have thought that, you know, from a guy trying to raise a £1,000 who's nearly 100 years old, He'll be on the X Factor. It's the ultimate X Factor story. Simon Cowell would have been fucking creaming his little knickers if uh, that geezer had walked out on stage, um, which pretty much happened the other year with that geezer from the fucking Chelsea Pensioners or whatever who won it, wasn't it? Um, I don't know, man. He's raised a lot of money. I take my hat off to him. A knighthood. Ugh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure that's deserving. But it's strange times, though, people, isn't it? You know, people were getting uh, carried away with shit, aren't they? People are looking for a beacon of hope, and I can understand that. Hang on, let's have some tea. People are looking for a beacon of hope. I can understand that shit, but um, and people getting carried away, and then people like those people in Oregon going the other side as well. So it, it, again. We're fucking divided, uh, a divided country. Maybe this is the fucking little healing thing we need for after the fucking divisions of Brexit, um, which I watched that film the other day, by the way, with uh, Benedict Cumberpatch, which is on, um, uh, which is on Netflix at the minute. If you haven't watched that film, it's fucking. Even if you don't uh, live in the UK, if you're from America or uh, the Americans probably know about this already um, with the input of Cambridge Analytica to their fucking elections. Um, 
but with regards to um, the Brexit thing, whether you're from America or any other country around the world, India, Nigeria, whatever the other list are of people who listen to this, Belgium, uh, France, Germany, fucking all you guys, you need to watch that on Netflix, the Brexit fucking uh, film with Benedict Cumberbatch in, just to see how they manipulate like the stats and how they manipulate the way people think and personally target like through places like Facebook and Twitter adverts. They don't give a shit about the Brexit people like this was for the Leave campaign. They didn't give a fucking shit about the people who were voting Leave already. They didn't give a shit about the people who were voting uh, Remain already, but it's that last, like, that 20%, that that third of that fucking pie chart, um, that's all they gave a shit about, converting them over to leave. And if they could convert enough just by targeting them with shit, you know, mainly about fucking immigration or Turkey joining the fucking EU or migrants coming over... You know, that scaremongering shit. All you got to do is prick those little fucking right buttons and then suddenly your third that are voting leave just starts getting a little bit bigger and bigger and all they needed to do was get it, tip it over 50% and that was it and that's what they did. But it's fucking fascinating watching that to see how the technology can individually target people and change their minds on stuff. You know, like part of the thing on the on the film or whatever was saying, I don't know how true this is, but because I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist, I can believe it. Um, but part of it was um, on about how Facebook, they're on about it knows that much about you that it can tell when you're falling out of love with your partner. I mean, what sort of fucked up shit is that? Even I... <laughs> There's people, there's people fucking, obviously, if you're putting on their page, you're a fucking annoying cunt today. Uh, obviously, they're, well, you know, that doesn't take much fucking analysing. But um, uh, it's, uh, but yeah, you know, like half of the time, I don't even know that when I'm in a relationship, let alone Facebook knowing it before me. Can't they send you a DM? Surely that's worth a DM. Since being on Facebook since 2008 or whenever it was, that's what, 12 years? Surely you've got a relationship with them. They can send you a little DM just going, I don't think this is going to work out. I think it's best you get out of it now. And then just a little smiley face of fucking Mark Zuckerberg. I don't know. I don't know, people. Uh, what are we on? Fucking 27 minutes already, people. Jesus. Uh, yeah, I watched that. Uh, I watched the uh, the Brexit um, film, fucking watch it, it's really good. I also watched the new episode, spitting all over the mic here, um, uh, the uh, new episode of Killing Eve, so I think the next episode is on now, I think, or it will be, like, ready once this podcast is done. Uh, it's fucking just as good as the last series, so um, I think this is going to be a bit of an enjoyable one. Um uh, let's have a little look. Should we have a little look? Um, uh, let's have a little look at some, uh, a little story or something like that that we can end with the hundredth episode. If you've been with me all the way through, I appreciate this. If you're a newcomer, 
you know, thank you for coming along, share the word and all that sort of thing. I know a lot, a few people have been, a lot, a few people have been uh, um, uh, here since the start. So that's pretty cool. Uh, let's have a little look at this. Uh, woman buys sex toy on eBay is mortified when she realizes she's used mum's account. Now, I'm not being funny. Uh, isn't eBay, eBay's made a, a lot of secondhand shit on there? Um, why would you buy a sex toy off of eBay unless it was something, you know, uh, I don't know, something, you know, that you can't get in available shops, Ann Summers or something? Surely they've got, they've got all holes covered in Ann Summers, haven't they? I don't know. There's an advert. Ann Summers, we've got all holes covered. I don't know. Uh, Jessica Smith bought a sex toy on eBay, but was mortified after she realised she bought it on her mum's account. Um, she couldn't have been that mortified because she sold her story to the mirror. Um, you know, Jessica, uh, just a little heads up there, baby, uh, where you're having your photo taken of you in a fucking little black dress, you know, pouting, looking all... Uh, a woman uh, was mortified when she realised the sex toy she picked up on eBay uh, had been used before. No, had been bought using her mum's account. Jessica Smith decided to scour the buy and sell site after a ten, uh, friend told her that sex toys were often sold for a fraction of the price. Yeah, because they're fucking second hands. After choosing the purple rampant rabbin, uh, rabbit, rab, <laughs> rampant rabbi, <laughs> that would be fucking amazing. Why have people not done that? Done a sex toy depending on your religion. The rampant rabbi. It's just got like curly bits coming down that you can fucking twist round into any shape you want. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the priest just doesn't fucking get you wet whatsoever, but like just, you know just moves across towards his children. I don't know, people. I don't know. After choosing the purple rampant rabbit... Uh, rabbit? Rabbit? Fucking, why can't I say that? After choosing the purple rampant rabbit, uh, the 22-year-old completed her order and sat back awaiting its arrival. Something with probably her legs in the air. Just, uh, yeah, just deliver it in there, sweetheart. The retail worker from Chester, Cheshire, thought... Um, had she, uh, she was buying the product on a guest account and was horrified when she discovered she'd actually logged into mum Jackie Dixon's account when the order was processed. Um, how's everyone's lockdown going? I've just bought a dildo signed into my mum's eBay account. She's put that. Is that true or not? Though? I don't know. And red-faced Jessica, she announced it on fucking Twitter. So she's going to be in that fucking red-faced about it. Red-faced Jessica found out about her error in the most humiliating way when her mum contacted her to tell her. Her 52-year-old mum sent over a screenshot of the order confirmation with a message, what's this, that Jessica realised what she had done. And if Jessica wasn't embarrassed enough, her mum fucking got it and started using it in front of her. No, it's on it. Jackie then followed an initial message with are you lonely and then suggested that she open her own ebay account well quite yeah it's a bit fucking brutal but it seems a bit like oh god um oh my god i want to die it's, it's just fucking printed all the messages and everything you know it's one of those it almost sounds like she wanted to fucking sell a story uh mum of one jessica replied i want to die after jackie asked if the sex toy had been a 
uh, been her delivery. Jessica posted the hilarious mishap to her Twitter, which soon went viral with more than 3,000 retweets. Yeah, fucking no shit. This is, she's pouting in every fucking picture. She's got a fucking, I know, I know I'm judging this person. But, like, it's, you know, these people want the attention, don't they? Oh, I accidentally bought a fucking dildo on my mum's eBay account. Oh, nightmare. Jesus. See me on page three. (laughs) Where I'll be using said dildo. Uh, on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday stories, and giving advice on uh, how to beat the coronavirus. I don't know, people. Um, what are we on? We're on 32 minutes, people. Fucking hell. Um, we've uh, we've done it. We have smashed out over. There is now over 50 hours of this fucking bullshit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> doing the rounds on the internet. Um, I uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. It's just gone 11 p.m. here in the UK. Um, I will be back on Tuesday, and I will be back on Tuesday. And I'll be um, uh, we'll get some more adverts back in. We'll have a little look round. We'll keep fucking videoing this shit wherever my eyes go on the fucking camera. I don't know. <laughs> Um, we'll keep videoing this shit and putting it on YouTube and out on Facebook. Um, if you want to contact me at all, it's just podcast at benbriggs.co.uk. Uh, I will be back on Tuesday, motherfuckers. Uh, have a good rest of your weekend, wherever you are in the world. Stay safe until then. Take care.